Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, His Grace Reaches Me.
Billy Graham's daughter, Anne, was being interviewed on the early show by Jane Clayson regarding 9-11. She was asked, How could God let something like this happen? Anne gave an extremely profound and insightful response. She said, I believe that God is deeply saddened by this, just as we are. But for years, we've been telling God to get out of our schools, to get out of our government, to get out of our lives. And being the gentleman that he is, I believe that he has calmly backed out. How can we expect God to give us his blessing and his protection if we demand that he leave us alone? This form of rejection seems to begin when Madeline Murray O'Hare complained that she did not want any more prayers in school. And we said, okay. Then someone said, you better not read the Bible in school. The Bible says that thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and love your neighbor as yourself. And we said, okay. Then Dr. Benjamin Spock said, we shouldn't spank our children when they misbehave because their little personalities would be warped and we might damage their self-esteem. And we said, okay. Then someone said, teachers and principals better not discipline our children when they misbehave. And we said, okay. Remember, there is a huge difference between discipline and beating or humiliating a child. Then someone said, we must allow the girls to have abortions if they want. And they won't even have to let their parents know. And we said, okay. Then some of our top elected officials said, it doesn't matter what we do in private as long as we do our jobs. And we replied back, it doesn't matter to us what anyone, including the president, does in private as long as we have a job and the economy is good. And then someone said, let's print magazine with lewd pictures and call it wholesome, down-to-earth appreciation for the beauty of the female body. And we said, okay. And then the entertainment industry said, let's make TV shows and movies that promote profanity, violence, and illicit sex. And let's record music that encourages rape and drugs and murder and suicide and satanic theme and call it free speech. And we said, okay. Now we are asking ourselves why our children have no conscience, why they don't know right from wrong, and why it doesn't bother them to kill strangers, their classmates and themselves. We don't have to think long and hard about it. We just have to stop saying, it's okay. Listen now as Lucinda Richardson sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Healing is in Your Hand.
Enjoying the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen or watch our church services. Our church services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Jeremy Hetrick plays from the trumpet this wonderful song just over in the glory land.
how quickly popular applause and public opinion can change. When World War II began, General Mihailovich was a petty officer in the Yugoslav army. Because he resisted the German invaders, he was soon hailed as a mighty hero. Political writers called him the Balkan Eagle and gave him other flattering titles. He was made a colonel, then a general, then commander-in-chief of what Yugoslav forces there were. International honors were showered on him. American military leaders wired General Mihailovich, congratulating him for his brave resistance of the enemy. The French awarded him with their cross of honor. British generals in Africa sent him their warm thanks, and King George showed England's appreciation by presenting him with $10,000 in gold. No other man in the Balkans ever enjoyed wider recognition and acclaim. Then even while the war was still in progress, the scene shifted entirely as enemies of Mihailovich secured control. He was branded a betrayer of Yugoslavia. Troops scoured the country to find him. A price was placed on his head. And finally, the once national idol of his people was arrested, imprisoned, tried, sentenced to death, and executed. Within two years, the champion of his country became its arch criminal. This story reminds us that within a few days, the Son of God, the Redeemer of mankind, was first warmly greeted and then nailed to the cross as a vicious blasphemer. The United States government officially pleaded on behalf of Mihailovich, but the Lord Jesus Christ was so completely rejected in his trials before his own countrymen and the Roman conquerors that no one interceded for him. Not a single person among the multitude whom he had helped and healed proclaimed his innocence. We don't know the heart of Mihailovich, but the Lord Jesus Christ knew that the crucifixion faced him. He came to this earth to die for us sinners. He came to die for you and for me. He knew what would happen, and he did it because he loves us. Listen to the words of this song as Don Grable and Eileen Bickle sing, Redeemed. by the blood of the Lamb, redeemed through His infinite mercy, His child and forever I am. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, redeemed, His child and forever My blessed Redeemer, I think of him all the day long. I sing for I cannot be silent, his love is the theme of my song. Redeemed by the blood of the I am. 
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, law, or grace. Acts chapter 13, verses 38 and 39. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins, and that by him all that believe are justified from all things, from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Two of the major dispensations in the Bible are the dispensations of the law, the law of Moses, and the dispensation of grace. It is not the law and grace. It is clearly the law or grace. You have to make a choice between being under the yoke of the law, Galatians 5.1, with all its laws, and being under God's grace. If you take the dispensation of the law, the Mosaic law, and add some grace to it, you no longer have the dispensation of law. And if you would take the dispensation of grace and add the law to it, you no longer have the dispensation of grace. It is either law or grace and not law and grace. Concerning the dispensation of law, the law of Moses was conditional if. Exodus chapter number 19 verses 5 and verse 6. Now therefore, if you obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, and these are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. And I remind you in verse number 5 says, If you obey my voice indeed. God's covenant with Abraham concerning the land with David concerning the throne, the new covenant, the new heart, the new spirit, were all unconditional covenants. They were not based upon the faithfulness of man, but rather on the promises and the unconditional mercy of God. The purpose of law was the knowledge of sin. Romans chapter 7, verse 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. The law was perfect, righteous, and holy. The law required perfection. The problem was not with the law, it was weak through the flesh. The law was not given to save man or deliver them from the power of sin, dominion. The law was perfect, it was righteous, it was holy, as we said. The law could not justify a sinner. The law was given to the nation of Israel, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 7. Approximately 2,500 years after Adam's sin, the Mosaic law was alone given to the nation of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 28 states, For those who kept all the statutes of law, there were blessings, verses 1 through verse 14. However... If you did not keep these statues, instead of blessings, there would be curses. There was a cursed side of the law, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. The law then required perfect obedience. If you failed the law in one point, you were guilty of the entire law. The sinfulness of man was a lesson of the law. The believing Jews' inability to keep the Mosaic law was provided for by animal sacrifices. And the law had three parts. 
We're very familiar with the Ten Commandments. That's the moral part of the law. That's Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through verse number 20. There was a civil law that was in relationship to others. That's Exodus chapter 21, verses 1 through verse 24. And then there was a ceremonial, the religious, that was in relationship to God. That's Exodus chapter 24 through Exodus 31. The law is powerful in condemning the sinner, But at the same time, the law is powerless to save the sinner. Remember, Galatians tells us that the law was a schoolmaster to bring them to Christ. It was also powerless to help the same individuals who love the Lord for them to keep all the commandments. The illustration of the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, verses 30 to 37. This parable consists of a Levite, a priest, a Samaritan, and an injured man. The priest was from the tribe of Levi, hence a son of Aaron. The Levite was also from the tribe of Levi, but he was not a priest and he carried out other functions. The Samaritan was a Jew and a Gentile. It was not the priest nor the Levite who took care of the injured man. It was the Samaritan. And that lawyer that the Lord Jesus Christ was talking to, who was an expert in the law of Moses, he had to confess, he had to admit that it was not the priest, it was not the Levite, it was rather the Samaritan, who was a half-Jew, half-Gentile, the most despised people, took care of that person and fulfilled the law. Didn't the law of Moses teach them? Didn't it teach the priest and the Levite to love their neighbor? Absolutely it did. But it did not give them the power to carry out that love. Galatians chapter 3, verse number 19. Wherefore then serveth the law? Literally, why the law? It was added because of transgression till the seed should come to whom the promise was made and it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Romans chapter 3, verses 19 and verse 20. Now we know whatsoever things the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. So the purpose of the law, and we see under law over 600 commandments, And again, conditional. If you do this, then God would do this and how God would bless them. Well, we're going to continue looking and talking about God's grace. And again, it's not law and grace, it's law or grace. If you have any questions about our study or any other questions or Bible verses that you would like studied in light of the Word of God rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's telephone number is 942-2131, or you can email me at altoonabible at altoonabible.org. God loves us. And we think about that verse in Acts chapter 13, verse 38 and 39. Verse 39 says, By him all that believe are justified from all things from which the law, you cannot be justified by the law of Moses. You know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior. Keeping the law is not going to save you. There's only but one way, it's through Christ. Believe on him and thou shalt be saved.
have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Still I see, Lord, this Jesus is mine.